Hello, welcome to NC Asian American Ministries podcast. My name is Sammy Ju, your host. Have you experienced that your biggest fear becomes the biggest feast? A few days ago, we went to Puerto Rico as a family vacation. And uh, just, just to be honest with you, we had a great fear because this was the first time going there and we booked a Chipster airplane and uh, that air- airline was very famous for delayed. So we had, what if th- this airplane is delayed? So we'll not be able to go there on time. Now this, uh, we're still in pandemic. So what if we get, we get COVID-19 before we go there? What if we get COVID-19 when we are there? So we would not be able to go there or we would not be come back here. Now we uh, booked a rental car and that was big enough for five people. Now we have six people. I have four, ch- four children, so, but the van for six people were four times more expensive than SUV that we rented. So I'm like, how can we manage this SUV with six people? Can we even go to the place that we want to go? So we had all kinds of the fear, of course, with fear of accident. What if our airplane crashes? What if our car broke on the way? Then we'll not be able to come back here. So all kinds of fear kicked in. However, our biggest fear becomes became a biggest feast. And God provided and orchestrated everything beautifully there. Uh, The airplane was not delayed at all. And when we get to the uh, uh, car rental place, uh, amazingly, uh, they upgraded our car to a van with almost no extra charge. Then there's no accident, and then we uh, we did not get a COVID-19 there, and uh, it was just amazing, amazing travel, uh, family vacation. We really fully, thoroughly enjoyed our time there. So our fear became the feast. So have you experienced that? What if your biggest fear becomes the biggest feast? And that would be the wonderful, the most wonderful thing that you can even experience. Now, today we are going to study a story of a woman and her fear became the biggest feast ever. Now look at, let's look at Luke chapter 1 verses 26 through 35. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will receive in your womb, and bear, bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Now, this is a famous story of Mary. Now, you might think like, what, what's going on here? Why was she so afraid? Now, as you can see, she was troubled and she was afraid. And the angel said, do not be afraid. So we can see that she was freaked out. She was very afraid. Now, you might think like, oh, if I see angel, I would be very amazed. I would be, that would be so cool. I want to see angel. But if you read the Bible very carefully, you will see almost every occasion that whenever people saw angel, they were terrified. They were afraid. Doesn't matter whether they're men or women, all of them were afraid. So it will be a frightful thing, dreadful thing if you see angel in your home. Imagine that when you wake up, you see in front of your house, there's a president with three helicopters and FBI and the CIA. And then more than 10, um, 10 the uh, police cars around your house. You might think like, oh, what did I do wrong? I'm so terrified. You will not be joyful. But if the 
president comes into your home and say, I have a good news for you, then everything will be changed, right? So that is exactly what was happening here. Mary was terrified. He, she was so afraid because angel visited her. She might have thought like, what is going on here? What did I do wrong? Am I going to die right now? What if God just punishes me right here? I'm still young. I'm just engaged with uh, my, uh, my fiance, Joseph. I want to get married. You know, I want to just have a normal life, but I don't, I don't want to end my life like this. She could have this kind of fear. However, her fear turned into the biggest feast because Angel gave the most beautiful and most powerful promise ever. So let's look at the rest of the story. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and if of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. Wow, the angel was promising, saying, You are going to have a child, and this child is not going to be a normal child. He will be the Son of God, and he will be the king, but not just the king, but he will be the eternal king, king of kings and lord of lords. And he will be the Savior. He will be the Lord. He is God. Is there any better promise than this? No, no, not in the world. So this is what the fear became the biggest feast. And Mary believed it, believed this promise. And a few months later, she gave a, son, she gave a birth to a son. And he became the true Messiah, the promised one. And his name is Jesus Christ. And this is why we celebrate his birth this whole month to celebrate his birth, but not just today, but we need to celebrate him forever and ever. Now we can see that from this story that definitely the fear became the great feast. But let me ask you a question. What is your greatest fear right now? I mean, we can have a lot of uh, fear, just like the fear of travel that I had a few days ago. Or you might have a fear of angels, just like uh, Mary saw here. However, the biggest fear that you and I might have is this, the fear of death. But the, the bigger problem, bigger fear is this, what's going to happen after die, after you die, right? And nobody knows. And then because of this uncertainty, we are living under fear. Let's say if there is a heaven and hell. Now, the thing is, can you truly go to heaven? Can you? Is there any possibility that you might end up in hell forever? Now, you might think in your mind, like, if I die today, I'm not quite sure if I can go to heaven. Maybe I will, I may end up in hell. I mean, I did my life. I did everything that I could in my life to go to heaven. You know, I did some good works and all, but I still remember that the bad mistakes and bad things that I did in the past. And then, you know, even if I did not do it with my hands and feet, but I could, um, I thought about so many bad things in my mind. What if God knows everything that I did and he knows all the mistakes and all the bad thought that I had, then he looks at me like you're not worthy to come to my place. So you go to hell. What if that's the place? What, what if that's the reality? Then you might, when you think about this type of things, you will be in great fear, right? So how can you know that you go, you can go to heaven? And if you do not know, then is there any way that you can be sure that you can go to heaven? Now, let me tell you, 
If you have sin, even if it's a single tiny little sin, when God sees you, when it, even if all the other people cannot see what kind of person you are, but God knows who you are. God knows exactly what kind of sin you did last year, yesterday, today, and even tomorrow. So in front of God, you cannot say, I'm, I am worthy to go to heaven. You cannot say that. But I can say this. I know all my sins are forgiven 100%. And I know that I can go to heaven if I die today. But you might ask me questions. Sammy, how do you know? Are you a better person than me? Well, my answer to you is this. No, I'm not a better person than you at all. I'm a sinner. And maybe I'm a worse person than you. But this is what I know that I, my sins are forgiven 100% and I can go to heaven. Not because I'm better than you, but because God provided the way, the way for me to be forgiven 100%. He provided the way that I can go to heaven. Do you want to know that way? So that your fear becomes the feast. And this is why Jesus came to the world. So you need to know this. So what is this way that God provided? The way is the word of God. And Jesus is the word of God. He was born um, into a Virgin Mary. And he was a holy and perfect. And he did so many amazing works. That he raised the dead. He fed uh, 5,000 people with five bread, five bread and two fish. And he is a mighty one. He cast out demons. But people... I mean, but people did not truly know Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I'm going to die. Why did he say that? It's the answer is in the Bible that God created the world and he created men and women. And God gave them a fruit to eat. But God forbade not to eat from the tree in the of good and knowledge and evil. But Satan deceived this man and woman, and this man and woman ate from the tree, and this disobedience became the sin before God. So because of their sin, they were hiding themselves from God. But it's funny that there's nobody who can hide themselves, hide himself or herself from God because God knows everything. So they were trying to uh, cover themselves with a leaf cloth, but they could not hide them at all. They were still in shame and guilt. And not only that, the woman had to uh, bear child with pain, and the man had, had to work all the days of his life with pain, and ultimately they are going to hell forever. Now let me ask a question. How many sin did they do this uh, to get this punishment from God? Only one sin. What does that mean? Even if you did a thousands of good works, because of that one sin, your eternal fate is hell. Nobody can go to God with their own power. But God gave, God loved, God loves us. And He gave us a great promise that He is going to send us the Savior who can save us. And then after, right after that promise, God did the very interesting thing that He clothed the man and woman with a animal cloth. Now, what does that mean? He sacrificed the animal to cover them. That was the perf That was the first sacrifice. Now, after this sacrifice, a lot of people in the Old Testament they did this animal sacrifice, like uh, Moses and uh, Abraham and all the people in the Old Testament. But times goes by. The God fulfilled His promise of sending the Savior. Uh, Jesus Christ was born into a Virgin Mary's home. And then uh, the John the Baptist said, He is 
the look at this Lamb of God who takes away our sin. He takes our sin on his on his shoulder, and he is going to die for our sin. And Jesus is the perfect sacrifice, and he is the last sacrifice. So Jesus, because of that, Jesus died. On the cross to forgive our sin, but he was risen from the dead, and he was ascended to heaven, and he will come back to judge us. And this Jesus is the Savior. He is the perfect sacrifice, and he is the way. So because of this, I know that I my sins are forgiven, and because of this, I know that I can go to heaven because Jesus is the way, truth, and the life. So the thing is, if you believe in Jesus Christ, that you can also be forgiven, and you can also go to God. But if you reject Jesus, that you will end up in hell, no matter how great works you have done in your life. So what is your choice? Are you going to believe? Do you want to believe in Jesus Christ, who who is the way, or do you are you going to continue to reject Him? Now Jesus, because of Jesus, our biggest fear becomes the biggest feast. But if you reject Him, your fear will become reality. What is your choice? I pray that you would accept Jesus today, so that your fear becomes the feast. If you want to believe in Jesus Christ, please follow after me. Oh God, thank you so much for sending Jesus Christ for me. I confess to you that I'm a sinner before you, oh Father. But I believe that Jesus died for my sin and He rose from the dead. Father, please come into my life and become my Savior and become my Lord. Please save me. Please forgive me. I will live my life for you forever. We thank you, praise you in Jesus' holy name. I prayed. Amen. Now, if you truly prayed this with your heart, then you know. That you have a assurance, the conviction, confirmation that your sins are forgiven, and you are saved. Because if you believe in Him in your heart, if you confess Him as your Lord and Savior with your mouth, you are saved, according to Romans ten nine. So I pray and hope that your fear became the feast, and do not hold this to yourself only, but share this wonderful news with other people so that they can also hear the good news. And their fear would become the great greatest feast as well. Thank you, and God bless you.